0: Let's
1: crack open a beer and share some thoughts.
0: It's less saison, more kettle sour. Slightly hoppy.
2: Yeah.
0: The Saison bit seems to have really been
3: Would you say there's some lacto in there? It's got that it's got that yogurty for me, it definitely seems like a modern craft kettle sour beer
0: to me. I would say that that's a fairly apt description, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, the beer de Saison, Saison the... isn't really coming through. No, anymore. I wouldn't call that a Saison at all. But I'm quite enjoying it. It's, it's not
1: bad so, this so, nice. So, what is it we're drinking? We
0: are uh, drinking the Jester King Kernel Beer de Saison 5.2%,
1: which we're all a little bit unsure to
0: whether it's an actual Saison. We are a bit unsure it's a Saison, although we're even more unsure as to how come you chose it for us to drink, as it's said, Saison.
1: Just because I wanted to freak our listeners out a little bit this week.
0: Oh, in, wait, in till I hit, of, wait till I hear the next two beers in, then. In, in,
1: in terms of the beers that we're going to be featuring. Yes, this
0: week, all sorry. the beers featured have been chosen by Steve.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. As we go through. Well, not that you chose the beers, because this... we know how it works. Yeah, yeah, because everything's about me. Everything's about you. Yeah. Control
0: the free. The free beers that you have chosen may surprise a few people.
1: That They may, but should we also put in the disclaimer? Is, is it a disclaimer or is it just the obvious statement? This is disclosure. Is it a disclosure?
0: Yeah, because we are disclosing where we are.
1: Okay. Uh, that we are also chasing the beers <laughs> with Jack Hammer.
0: Yes, so in Look, case anyone's not sure, we are in a Brewdog right. bar.
1: We, we are in the Scottish Breweries bar in Shoreditch, enjoying tonight's beers. And um, people have probably heard that there's a little voice in the background. There's another voice. Right, I know, who's hiding right now. We've got a guest with us tonight. Uh, Pete. Hi, hey guys. How are you doing? I'm good.
3: I'm good. Trying to um, project my voice because I know I'm softly spoken. So um, hopefully hopefully this works. He's been, yeah.
0: he's been training for the last half hour.
3: It, yeah, so half, so we've, yeah. been, uh, we've been a... training him hard. Yeah. Working him yeah. Hard so to... we've let him have a beer now. And they've
1: let me sing a song, so yes. yeah. 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 Um, but I'm good. Good, good. Um, so let's get into this week's show. Let's, uh, as we always do, start off with uh, what we've been up to this week. Uh, Pete, we're going to start with you. Let's, let's bring you straight into the show. Uh, what have you been drinking in the last week? Because we know you've been on a bit of a four-day bender. Not, well. Well, bender, bender, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I was going to deny it, but um, I got an online delivery of Thornbridge beers um, last week and um which consisted of four bottles of lucas the hell's lager four bottles of huck the double ipa four bottles of Jaiper ten um and that's defined my weekend to an extent um and how long did they last well i have two left so they are <laughs> you know so um what, two, what's left one each of huck and look Lu- and uh, sorry, one each of yeah, Huck and jaiper 10. Okay. Um, which is not too bad. But um I was out Friday and, and last night, so Saturday was when I got through most of the beers. Um So they, Saturday
0: was a Fawnbridge takeover in your in your house? It
3: was indeed, yeah. I'd done my own Fawnbridge takeover and it was it was very pleasant. I had um a couple of the Lucas when I was um making dinner. Really nice, you know it was it was a hot day, I was cooking so it was hot incredibly refreshing um probably best best um hell's lager i've had possibly ever actually it was just really refreshing a bit grassy a wee bit herbal um crisp um just yeah and it it disappeared in seconds flat it really went down
1: so those three lots of people say that about lucas in terms of what thornbridge have achieved with it is is almost the perfect it It seems like it seems like a cliche
3: now I guess cliches are cliches because there's an element of truth, but people talk about the skill involved in you know, brewing and executing a really flavourful lager because it's so delicate and nuanced and this is a case in point. Um, and also you
0: can kill the lager by going too far. Yeah. As well. Yeah. There is a balance issue here, isn't it? It's the same yeah. as when people are talking about hells, colches. You still need to find that balance where the underlying style still comes through.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and this is exactly that. Um It was, yeah, just incredible. And I think actually, I might. You guys can probably correct me, but I think Thornbridge have moved recently to three thirty bottles for yeah for all the beers. Yeah. This is one beer for me that would really benefit from being in the old five hundred mil. Oh, really? Because so it just more of it. it just doesn't last long enough. Like yeah. seriously. What um, percentage is Lucas? I believe it's around about four. I want to say four point two. I might be wrong on so that. So it's a
0: fairly low. No, it's it's very show. manageable,
3: sessionable. Hot yeah. day, yeah.
0: Cold. You could have barbecued. You could easily have done the 500. It's
1: smashable. Yeah,
3: there I'm we go. Wa- I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> smashable has been mentioned smashable in the first five minutes. And crushable, is, as they say. But um, I was saying there, it would be perfect barbecue beer. But that's actually doing it a disservice because it's not there just to wash down a meal. It's it's actually, if anything, it, it's something to be had on its own, just to experience the nuance and you know yeah. the delicate flavours. Um, the bready malts and the grassiness and um, the, the herbal notes and the crisp finish, it's fantastic. And um, I've got more and more respect and admiration for Thornbridge as time goes by, I think they do really good things. Do
0: you know, if, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think, I think that's the same for me. Mm-hmm. The more I revisit Thornbridge, especially the beers that I've almost started to take for granted, because they're always there. At least in bottle format, yeah. when you're ordering online, or if you go into say a Waitrose or somewhere like that, and you see it and think, oh well, I'll get something else. Or mm-hmm. M&S now have a, a couple of them, including the dry that so I'll go, I'll have something else. Mm-hmm. But every time then I do revisit, I'm always sitting there. Very, it's a bit like Colonel. Why do not have this more? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I, am going, I'm going to jump in as well. I, I think they're incredibly overlooked as a brewery. Yeah. And you know, I had the benefit of going up there. Um, a few months back <laughs> sorry to bring that up again but to, no, to have a look around and to get Jaipur and Cask <laughs> I think no. that would incredible Jaipur and Cask uh, fresh y- yeah um, but I, I do think that people often often overlook Thornbridge because maybe because of their availability where you can get them from yeah. you can get them in a lot of places but actually when you revisit them as beers it just tastes so good.
0: And also, maybe the way you did it at the weekend, where mm-hmm. it was basically you were just drinking Thornbridge beer. That was it, on yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. That was all you were going to drink. You I probably mean, appreciated it even more.
3: I just wanted to reacquaint myself with Thornbridge beers, you know, and like you know, I was always a fan of Jaipur, and um, yeah, I just want you know, and also the well free delivery, you know, when you order online from from their web shop, which is a really nice a nice aspect well, of it. Well, it feels like two bottles for nothing now. Yeah, it? and the service yeah. is great, you know two to three days but i ordered them well in advance of the weekend the packaging is perfect they don't waste packaging from an environmental perspective you know it's the box is the correct size for the, the beers within it i think maybe people look at thornbridge as whatever craft is in this country they are probably the the, the elder statesman they've only been gone what
0: well i suppose it's tw- Is it 12 years that was a dry 10 came out two years ago
3: so uh, there, you know, okay. A, so I don't like the word hype, but there is a lot of hubbub or whatever, what have you, around various different breweries who come on the scene. Um, so I think Thornbridge are maybe seen as um, unfairly as a bit of an establishment yep. brewery, something along those lines, you know. Um, but a common complaint about so-called craft beer. Again, I'm saying so-called because we don't know what it is really in this country, but. Um, one of the complaints is about inconsistency. In every beer I had out of that box was the same. It was flawless. Yeah. Yeah, so what,
0: what was the what was the other bit? So you had the Lucas? I had
3: the Lucas, um, Hell's Lager, I had the Huck, which is a double IP, West Coast style, and every, wow. everything you, know, you would expect. I
0: don't know if I've had Huck. Have you not
3: had Huck. It's great.
0: Am I missing out?
3: Yeah, it's great. And then the Jaipur no, it's uh, to tell, so I'm just gonna put that on it. The Jaipur ten um was it was boozy. Which isn't always a great thing, but it's ten percent. And, and you this know. is
1: a, this is a slightly revised Jai Paul Ten, isn't it, from what mm-hmm. they did last year for the yeah, anniversary? Yeah, so they, they've, they've
3: upped they, they, up the hops, upped the hop did. content. Oh, and really? They, and they yeah. describe it as um, as hazy. What what we now understand to be hazy beers, you know, um, it's 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 not hazy, you know.
0: Because the original iterations of Jai Paul Ten was almost very thick looking, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very almost not quite creamy, but. I wouldn't have described it as hazy; it was past hazy.
3: I mean, this one, which is supposed, you know, which is described as hazy for me, because of modern standards and new styles and whatnot, it's actually quite the clarity is quite good. So oh, okay. I would say for me, um, and what I liked is it has a it's boozy, but it has that um, you know when these these double IPs of a certain percentage they are boozy, but they have that kind of I want to say syrupy kind of you know the I guess full bodies, yeah. you know, um, it has that. Little bit of a booze burn, tropical fruits, um, bitterness. Um, although it's boozy, it still doesn't really feel like a ten percent beer.
0: Um, no, I, n- I never felt it felt. I don't think Jaipur feels like five point nine. No, is my was, I've said it before, but that was my craft beer revelation yeah, moment, uh-huh. which yeah. Jaipur.
3: I remember probably pers- really a lot of people's actually. I remember someone. Um, I think it was online Twitter or something. Issue with Jack, uh, with Thornbridge was that they found all their beers across the range a little bit too sweet. I've never really got that, I've never really noticed that, picked up on it. No. But, um, I just think they're incredibly good at what they do, very professional, consistent, and um, should be celebrated. Yeah, and very um, and
0: very quiet on social yeah, media.
3: Yeah, they well, just the, the, the get on That's
0: probably why yeah. I'd probably compare them to Colonel to start off with. Absolutely, because yeah. they're very quiet. The beers just come out, you see a Colonel beer, you think, I'm going to have it and generally you go oh I like that
3: I think that reflects the confidence you know they have in themselves yeah. they don't need to make a song and dance they about it know you they, know. They, they, they just know, know they're
0: the doing good beers yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. That's, that's what
3: it comes down
0: yeah. to yeah. and I I also they're real big fans yeah,
3: yeah I like the branding as well you know it's pretty you know it's not changed yeah. much the last few that, that, years,
1: yeah, but, yeah, that uh,
0: definitely divides people though doesn't it, it, it Flora does. definitely it, divides does, people it does but I like it
1: unless you've actually been to Thornbury Hall and you've got to cuddle Flora which I have you can't Right. if to be honest, I would have that as my wallpaper. She, that Brandon She, I think it's y- you know she she just epitomises everything about formbridge. me. Yeah.
0: but it's it's there. It's, there is it's there's classic. A, it's, there's a reason for it. Yeah, there's yeah. a sense of being mm-hmm. why so, it's
1: there. Yeah. So. so 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 Pete's had a had a weekend smashing formbridge beers. Uh, you've been. I went for a bit of a trek. <laughs> on Saturday I <laughs> <laughs> almost mute you on Saturday because it was getting to the point where it was just annoying I'll take that as a win right I, I, yeah <laughs> a, a, absolutely although just once you've had Jaipur on cask at Thornbridge uh, then you can come back at me
0: stone at stone <laughs>
1: uh, all right. okay. I'm going to have to in here yeah. okay. children re- re- stop Punk IPA straight off the bar line. <laughs> okay, I haven't
0: had that. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so basically, um, me and Michelle had a bit of a, a day out on Saturday. Um, so it's a bit of a walking thing on Saturday. So we walked from, for anyone who might know, so from Stratford, all the way through Hackney, through Victoria Park, along the Hackney canals. Lovely walk, lovely day. Um, to end up at Hackney Brewery, who was celebrating their sixth birthday. And um, I haven't. I've had a few Hackney beers, but I generally have only had them once or twice because I just don't see them that often. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is all the beers I tried on Saturday, I really actually enjoyed. Um, but a couple of standouts for me was their uh, Eject, Push Eject, and uh, double, their Double IPA, uh, which were both fantastic. Was the
3: Double IPA the one created for the sex birthday yeah, party? Yeah, and think? it
0: was absolutely delicious. It was mm-hmm. the kind of, again, it was much more leaning towards the West Coast style of an yeah. IPA as well. Um, they had a couple of um, like Saisons on, some sour, um, they had some pale ales, they put in about 12 to 15 different beers on, um, thought a good thing to do at half two in the afternoon was to try their uh, 9% impi barrel Oof. aged, because why wouldn't you? Um, so. yeah. Well it was, technically it was the last beer we had there, so that was the way I was looking at it. Yeah. And, um, same logic. So that's how we finished off there, and then we thought, oh no, let's go walk to another brewery. So forty foot were having their second birthday. Um, and I, I again very few beers from 40 foot um, don't really see them it often it's usually when someone comes to a with a couple of cans and um, so they've got the 40 foot because it's the 40 foot container they've got quite a nice outdoor space actually mm. with the canopies and, and stuff slightly awkward moment when you go in and you see a woman topless because they're doing some knife drawings mm-hmm. left of the bar I probably I, to be honest I could actually have done without that myself um, but some of the beers were nice but the, uh, my favourite beer there was the Kolsch Okay. Um, Again, one of those styles which I think you have to, you can either make it really bland Mm -hmm. or you can get it just about right and you'll get that nice balance to it. Uh Their Kolsch, which is called Larger, so, you know, just a little play on the words for the lager, Um, it was actually really nice. Have we not
1: had that at a bottle share before?
0: I don't know, but.
1: I think we've had that at a bottle share.
0: Having it on tap at the brewery, it was absolutely delicious. That was the beer I drank the most there. Okay. I did try their. Again, they're Stout, which is called Deepest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was nice. Again, what I'm finding recently is that a lot of breweries are making very drinkable, those really drinkable Impy Stouts. So rather than uh, those ones which you go, you sniff it for a while, you savour it, you sip it, and then you d- repeat the process In each time. The log
1: fire, Yeah, that kind uh, of thing.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm finding some of the Impy Stouts now are going very...
1: I'm not sure I want that from an empty stout. I want the... I'm undecided. And just sit and... Yeah. It takes me an evening to drink this beer. I agree. I don't want to be able to session an empty stout.
0: But these were around about the 9% mark. So I know there are bigger ones. Session strength. Session strength (laughs) these days. Yes, exactly. Um, Especially, you know, Saturday at 6 o'clock. But it was very nice. But I'm finding them very drinkable. So I'd be interested to know what other people think because I'm I'm finding them... I'm really enjoying them, but there's that bit of me, which, just like you said, Steve, where and you, and you Pete, where you think, oh, that should take me a bit longer, really. And, and you should MP get Stout that little bit of a burn it, it, as well. It's a go-to
1: yeah. at the end of a session of drinking. Where yeah. You want to you want to slow yourself down, and you want to savour a beer. So what do you go for? You yeah. go for, you go for one of two things. You go for an impi that or you go for a barley wine. It's about like it's at the end of a meal, you know, the upper yeah. stone... It,
3: and out your, you know, your, your coffee or whatever. It's a closing, you know, yeah. maybe with some cheese. It's exactly. kind of It's rounding
0: off, and an evening. you will sip it, and you will yeah. savour, and you will enjoy it. I'm just fine at the moment, and this is take nothing away from them. They were, both of those impostats were both very good. They just felt almost too drinkable
3: yeah.
0: for what they were. Yeah. Um, came back into town on the way back to Liverpool Street, and I said, "Oh well, let's turn left here," and took us to the King's Arms off Bethnal Green Road,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which I proceeded then to have some nine percent cloud water dippers. Um, one New England one, not quite hitting the mark for me, but they had one which is like, a, they called it a London Dipper, okay. which had a lot more clarity to it. Um, and I actually really enjoyed that. Looking mm-hmm. back on my Untapped earlier, I actually really enjoyed yeah. that one. And Michelle hadn't been to King's Arms before. Mm-hmm. and It's a lovely, lovely pub. So it's it's a lovely though. space. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just about, what, 10, 15 yards away from Bethnal Green Road. But once you're in there you all sort of just away from it all. It could yeah. be
3: anywhere, yeah. 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 And it's
0: a, one of these old London pubs on a corner that they've just sort of taken it a little bit to a different to a little bit of a different place. But for me it still feels like it retains a bit of character as well.
3: What first drew me to that pub was the fact that it was on Buckfast Street. Given my backgrounds. <laughs> Swelling Buckfast to to for yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah.
0: I'm going there. <laughs> I I just so yes, that was that my beery highlights Just from Saturday. Quite,
1: quite the beery day. It was very you, much the beery day. I've got to admit that the, the highlight for me was your uh, probably one of your final pictures of the day, where it was your train beer, where it was you and Michelle. You had you were proudly displaying your train beer <laughs> and the sensible one out of the two. You had a cup of coffee. Yes,
0: and that wasn't me. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I had I had my 500 milliliter can of <laughs> <Suspense> <laughs> <Citra>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. citrus.
1: Um, what about you? I've got nothing to match Come on. either of you guys, really. I, I went through the uh, the Siren Project Barista beers oh, yeah, what'd on, you think? On, on, on Friday night. I um, have to say, on the whole, I uh, was disappointed with the three lighter beers that apparently featured coffee in them because I didn't get a lot of coffee hits off of any of them. Right. Um, particularly disappointed with the Americano, which was the double IPA brewed with coffee, uh, because I had that three years ago when it was first brewed, and it was a crystal clear brown double IPA, which you would expect from the coffee notes, yeah. It, but it was crystal clear. Uh, so do you
0: think they cleaned it up too much almost?
1: No, because when I poured the new one, it was like pouring mud into my glass, and I was like... It, doesn't need to look like that just because every other beer looks like that right now um didn't get the coffee out of it bit of a disappointment the highlight though was the out of the four was the impi stout that had coffee in it which i think if you're going to go for a beer that deserves to showcase coffee you're going to go with i mean that looked that
0: did look like a coffee beer
1: And, and it was incredible that that was the one that probably took the least amount of time to drain from my glass because it was, it was, it was just perfect in, in terms of that. Um, other than that, I've I've not really drunk that much this weekend. I've just been drinking a lot of
0: staple fridge beers. Okay, well it's just just well me and Pete stepped up, wasn't it? Well,
1: absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, Otherwise, what,
0: that beery adventure's would have been rubbish. Well,
1: yeah. it, it's only taken us 27 minutes to get to this point, so <laughs> who, who who knows? Um, so let's um, let's uh, I tell you what, before we go into the news, what do we think? It, my, your yours is almost gone. My, is that
0: just because me and Pete were talking about beers the whole time? I think we
1: were talking too much. Uh, <laughs> probably. Um, let's let's have a quick thought on this beer.
0: Again, I'm going to reiterate what we already said at the start. The saison bit isn't really nice coming through.
1: I'm getting a saison nose, but I'm getting a sour very sour mouth. Yeah, on. very
0: slightly, but it's um but it's it's a it's a very easy sour tartness that mm. goes away quite quickly. Yeah. I think it's lovely for the hot day. It's nice, yeah. I think it's a cracking beer for it's a hot day. Refreshing. I think you can actually drink quite a lot of it. Um, I would have preferred a little bit more life
2: mm-hmm.
0: to but it. And especially with a Saison, you normally fun, get uh, quite yeah, a lot of that, because you yeah, get that fermentation, don't you, the, yeah, yeah. with the yeast. But I'm finding it it's lacking that and that's probably what would stop me sessioning it.
3: Um, I agree, um, actually, with Steve, they, on the nose, there's a bit of the Saison thing. The reason I, I say that when I smell it, um, if I've had a night on Saison... Wake up the next day and do a burp. A saison burp. I'm getting that when I'm smelling
0: this, so it's definitely got the nose of a saison, But the um, yeah, flavour wise, it is like a, a kettle, you know, a hop yeah. kettle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely the hops um, coming through, which I'm 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 saying that's maybe coming from Jester things. King. It, yeah, I it. think it's well, it's because they called it a beer the saison. It's not as described. Well, we yeah, you, it's, you it's not as
1: per the tin, is it? It's but also. When you see kernel in the name, you do expect a certain level of quality. Yeah. To, to, to that beer. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not yeah. a bad.
3: beer, I think quality. I just ones, wanted more life to it. Yeah, the company. Maybe, maybe off.
1: But
0: just the name of it has put. It's, yeah, already, or, it's already, taken us somewhere maybe else. Maybe this is a sour. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe that's what they should have it. Yeah. You know. You yeah. know. So um let's talk about this week's news have, now, we, got, have we got news yeah, yeah you've got loads I've
0: of news. Like, I, I, I did a bit of news this week
1: apparently do you want, or, or do you want me to go no you start news?
0: people are ready for you to start the news
1: okay so um, my news is slightly ironic this this week bearing <laughs> Bear in
0: mind where we are we,
1: we are uh, recording and it's probably fair to say at this point we're recording in what, what seems to have become our London studio which is Brewdog uh, Shoreditch which has recently had a refurb and Looking a little bit cleaner. For, for, for slightly less distressed. Slightly less distressed, but slightly less light upstairs, which we're not, we're not necessarily happy of... about. I, I, I don't think anybody didn't see this one coming. It's no surprise, this one. Uh, um, they, they lost their legal battle with the Elvis Presley estate over the, the, the name Elvis Juice. That isn't a shocker. It's, it's not a shocker, is it? And they've, long story short, they've had to pay £1,500 costs. How much? £1,500. That doesn't seem much. Costs. Um, but they can't use the name Elvis Juice anymore. So, in the interest of keeping this one short, I'm keen to hear from our listeners in terms of what they think is going to be the... Uh, the new name. The new name that BrewDog will use as a m- mock version of Elvis Juice to promote what was Elvis Juice. I did hear that
3: they can, although they can't trademark the name, they can still use it so I, oh, saw, okay. I saw that somewhere on Twitter someone so it, said so they can't trademark be I believe they're able to continue using that name but they can't So what's the point market. of
0: the case then? so I know I know you said about shortening it but I don't understand the case then
3: I guess the Elvis Presley estate didn't want some other company to have a trademark on a product involving Elvis's name I don't know I, just I, thought thought, I think
1: if you read into it that what, what the press release really says is that apparently Elvis isn't that common a name who would have thought um, and if you use the name Elvis, a lot of people are going to instantly associate that with Elvis Presley. With your mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. And I think that's what the estate were worried about, that, that, that Rudolph were trying to uh, Capital capitalise on that. On. Yeah, on okay. Yeah. Knowing. Ah, okay. It'd be like, well, so, it'd be like someone's you, trying to capitalise love, on punk. You look by the sort. Which comes for certain <laughs> things. First, the first <laughs> So that's that's me in terms of news. Now apparently you've got a shitload more. Oh yeah,
0: I, I did a little bit of news research this week weekend as well. Um, so a few a few bits here. Uh, the first one was the um, the Mac, make apple pie great again recall and safety notice from uh, from Cloudwater. Um, I think there've been a few pictures on social media of exploding cans because of the uh, refermentation effectively in the can. Um, Now, I I have a problem with shitting cans, to be honest, because I've had a few cans recently from different breweries where there's still shit in the can, and you can't see it. Mm. So the upside of not being able to see through a can is it's supposed to be better, look after it, you get the fresh product, but you can't see shit in the can. At least when I'm pouring beer from a bottle, I can see rubbish at the bottom. Um, I did actually have some of these cans lined up for the next work beer tasting, so they've now gone, and um, yes, they were quite pressurised I would what, say one of them was a little volatile wasn't one it? was definitely a, lo- yeah. a little volatile we've got a temperature control uh, cellar at work okay. uh, f- f- because the, the company I work for would have got quite a good uh, wine cellar uh, and again, again, the beers just there. Just
1: take a moment <laughs> that they've got a temperature controlled cellar where he works
0: just to be clear though I'm yeah. not supposed to have beers in there the outgoing CEO did spot some of the beers I'd stored in there and, and, is and mentioned. A, is, is it, is it the same seller that
1: your butler goes to? Head get butler. Your, your yeah, your, your alcohol.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. although he was a little bit disappointed when one of the cans did get a little bit agitated. Um, but no they've gone and you know credit where credit's due. Them issuing the safety notice, but that's the first one I've seen where you know I don't know whether this is something other brewers need to think about now but maybe because of the pressurised nature that you've got to be careful what you're doing.
1: Do they, actually, do they actually need to think about what they're putting into their beer? Yeah, a, a, a little bit more.
0: Maybe a, maybe a live product in a can doesn't work.
1: Mm, that that that's for certain beers
3: maybe. That's a big that's a big question. But um, I think it comes back to I'm going to bring it back to Thornbridge and consistency and you know quality and all the rest of it. Um, I think sometimes we forgive a lot from you know and just in fairness to Cloudwater, I think they are. On the money in terms of you know when he when this situation happened, like you say, they were straight on it, and I think they are very good in general in terms of you know blazing with our, our customer base, and um, you know I think they're yeah they just generally you know great at what they do in terms of um, yeah just responding, they're very um, engaging and whatnot with their customers, and this was an immediate recall notice and whatnot, but I think previously maybe three years ago four or five i was a bit more forgiven of issues not i mean this is quite a serious issue because there was danger involved to customers but you know like you might have a undercard beer or you know a bit of sludge or whatever new breweries i used to be quite forgiven of it but i'm not sure if that was right really because i'm not forgiving now well people say you know it's like you know in any, in any, in any especially when
0: they don't respond so I, I put a picture on twitter on sunday mm. or saturday because I'd emailed them privately, uh-huh. I then tweeted them saying could you come back to me in my email. I did see
3: that, yeah.
0: And then i will put it out there, it's so like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: when do you, at what point do I stop being mugged off? Yeah,
3: yeah. You know,
0: because that sludge ended up in the glass. Well
3: it's like, it, you know, any other, people say any other um, product you wouldn't, you wouldn't tolerate no, it. No, no, you would
0: take so it back to the shop. if it was a pint of milk would you paid 55p for, you'd take it back.
3: I think, you know, something turned in the... Yeah, back, yeah, but we pay more for a can a bit. Yeah. There is, a, for me anyway, there's been a thing about, you know, I, I just wanted to be positive and, you know, that it's, it felt like since, the, you know, the craft beer thing started, whatever craft beer is, I'm always going to issue that caveat, but it felt, it felt like something really important and good was happening. And it is, I think, but so I gave a bit of leeway and a bit of, you know, um, to emerging breweries um, when it came to these matters, but it's probably not right because you need to be honest with, you know, I was saying to Steve earlier in personal relationships you know in any kind of facet of life if something needs to change if you if you want to help elicit change you
0: need to be honest with yeah but I prefer, I prefer to do it privately and I think one of your posts it, yeah. one yeah. of your posts said that but yeah then if you get ignored I
1: think if you get ignored then, then call them out yeah you're yeah.
0: massively I've, I've, you're yeah, massively that, within your by, rights by the yeah. time I called them out it was the third attempt yeah, yeah, yeah. so you um,
1: don't need to
0: get to it. Okay. no it shouldn't happen but just to rattle through the next few yeah. bits so basically um I spotted, uh, you know, a, uh, again tying in a little bit to last week's uh, slightly religious theme with the beers. Um, Holy homebrew, Catholic priest wins brewing's highest honour. So this was in the States, and uh, basically it's a, it's a hobby, a home brewing, and the uh, the priest uh, is called Father Pro, which I quite like his name as well. So he's yeah. you know yeah. the Belgian detective name. For me, I always want to balance brewing with being a priest because being a priest is primary, first and foremost for me. But I just love the fact that a priest is winning a home brewing beer competition. During my days growing up, going to church, there was never beer; but
3: it was always wine. Yeah. It was always
0: yeah, does, does sweet, sickly red wine.
1: <laughs> if you start doing like Belgian Trappist beers, I'm yeah, going back to if if we're going back to the historical brewing of monks brewing. Yeah,
0: but I love it. Yeah, yeah. I know, I just love the fact. My dad, my dad would have loved that.
1: Carry on wrapping uh, through these, because so the, the, is, the news is
0: taking a while, mate. Yeah, yeah. Let, the, let's crack on. The crafted for her, a rosa, if that's yeah, how you say it. Yeah, I don't
1: really think we need to go any further That's that. it.
0: Um, anyone who else who's seen it, if you're like me, you think, what are they doing and what was that bottle all about?
1: It, essentially, it's been torn apart on Twitter over the last week. Rightly so. Yeah.
0: Is what I say. Rightly oh, so yeah, on that well, one. We, we, don't need, we don't need yeah. to go
1: into that. Yeah.
0: Um, and we've got uh, the saying coming up, Good Beer Hunting brings Upwards and Downers Festival of Coffee Beers to London, UK. Now, anyone who knows uh, us, we know we've done a coffee coffee collab before. We, have we like our coffee beers. Yes. Um, just a few a few notable ones who are doing a bit of collaboration. Uh, Magic Rock, cl- collaborating with Darkwoods Coffee again. Northern Monk with North Star Roasters. And Weird Beard with Friend of the Show has been.
1: Now, all of those... Six yeah. have worked well, together yeah. before. So Magic Rock and Dark Woods produced the amazing common grounds. Which we love. Here. Um, I'm interested to see where they're going now hmm. with, with something new. Uh, Northern Monk and uh, North Star produced the. Can't remember the name of it right now. I know the one. Yeah, I made a chili with it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, is it yeah. Northern Star? As Northern, Nord- yeah. Northern Star, yeah. Northern Star Water. Oh, yeah. I, found that, I yeah. found that a little bit herbal. Yeah, yeah. And we, Weird Beard, and has been have worked together on a number of occasions in terms of, of producing beers. And there so are
0: others, and we'll link it in the show notes. But quite looking forward to trying those if I can.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they're good. They're, they're good coffee beers that are, are being produced right
0: there. And you'll be glad to hear that's it. That, that's it for the news. That's it week. for the news. Massive, and news. that's the end of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and we're done. We're, we're, we're out. Take my camera. We've we've all finished our uh, jester king yeah. Colonel saison, which we're
0: washing down with a jackhammer. A jackhammer,
1: <laughs> obviously. Uh, so, so what do we think about the jackhammer?
0: <laughs> this it's, is banging tonight. It's tasting very well. Yeah, uh, well. It probably won't be the last one we have.
1: I don't think so. It's, it's as good as Jackhammer has tasted in Except a long I Remember time it being and more. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's tasting tasting really really good.
0: So on that note,
1: on on that note, it's uh, probably time to get into a little bit of this. Opinions! 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 So this week we were asking, is what you drink influenced by beer reviews? Which was uh, quite an open question. Very open question, Steve. <laughs> In terms of what we wanted to get to. What were the options? Uh, the options were yes or no, <laughs> basically. So we
0: thought long and hard about this one, didn't we? We,
1: we did. Uh, 500 votes. Exactly 500 500 votes. 68% of people saying no, 32% of people saying yes. And this week's poll was very much driven by our guest, Mr. McCary. Hello. Come back into the conversation. Hi. Um, Hi. Essentially, what we want to get into here at some point is as beer reviewers, which we all are. Yeah.
0: So, forgetting about the type of media
1: we get a lot of free beer and are we talking about free beer in terms of it's good because it's free or it's good because it's good and is there enough disclosure going on in terms of what we're chatting about I would say
3: so when I I first decided to write a beer blog I would be lying to be perfectly honest I'd be lying if the thought of free beer didn't cross my mind it did Um, but I very quickly learned that feeling compelled or obliged to write about beer sent to you um, by a brewery is dull, boring to write and to read. Um, It's not a reason to get into that side of beer because it's for me personally it's quite laborious and it's joyless. Um, Case in point I was once sent um, a four pack of beers from Freedom Brewery and they're all very fine. Um, Usually your you know there's a bit of flirting you get an email or something like that Um, I like that a
0: bit flirting
3: (laughs) it's usually a preamble (laughs) but um I I just got a I just got a message that had a package been sent to me and it was um beers a selection of beers by Freedom Brewery and they were all they're all I think that's a good brewery you know it's not necessarily I don't see it that much and um you know it's maybe not my, my kind of favourite um brewery or what have you but um they were perfectly nice and um I did write a, a blog post about them, a, a review. Um, but it was quite, as I say, it was quite, um, it was quite a challenge. To you know, I felt like it was um, an obligation almost, which is the danger I think if you go down that route. If you entertain getting free samples, you can maybe feel like you're obliged to. It, it wasn't a wholly positive review. Um, I didn't compromise myself to that extent. Um, but the other side of this is also um if you're a part-time uh, beer blogger or you know involved a podcaster or you know that type of thing sometimes these are they seem like opportunities for content because i know what i blog about I, I publish a post about once a month in the early stages you know summon some unsolicited um beer delivery was a positive thing because i'm thinking okay now i can write about it you know um i have beer beer blogger's equivalent of writer's block so someone just sent me beer out of the blue.
2: Do you get
0: that?
3: I do, yeah. Sometimes really don't feel inspired and sometimes also there's so much shite going on in the in the beer world online sometimes. Um I withdraw from, from yeah. sometimes I feel like, you know, the beer bubble, I feel like I'm kind of withdrawn to the to the outer rim, if you will, and um I just get sick of it and I don't want to be involved and I've got I've got nothing to say, really, you
2: know. Um, so I've got
0: a whole load of blog posts which have started.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you have them in draft format. Yeah. I've got a whole load of those, and I can't finish them. For what reason? I'm not sure. It's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's like a storytelling thing. You know how that it's going to start, mm-hmm. and you think you might know how it ends, but the middle bit I just can't nail. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, no, I just can't finish it. So I've got these... At some point, I might join the dots somewhere along. Or maybe there's a connection between them all. Mm. I just can't quite do that sometimes.
1: It's, it's interesting because you mentioned, mentioned the word content. So mm. for, for us doing a weekly podcast, content is king for us. We yeah. need to, to be able to find something that's going to keep our listeners coming back week after week after week. And we're always trying to search for something new. And I, I think we, we're, we're maybe on a, a different circulation from a lot of the the, the beer bloggers in terms of we don't generally get the the beers that are being offered around mm-hmm. but what we will do is we'll get breweries approaching us generally via DM that will, will will say to us, can we put we'd like to send you some beers, can you feature them on the show? And and our approach is very much like, yes we'll feature them on the show if we can find a way to link them into that week's topic Sort it has to be relevant in some way it's yeah. not just send us beer and then yeah. you, you'll be the star of yeah of so, so, so let's if, if we go back to last week's show we featured beers from Emmanuel's in, in, in Sheffield and we very much wanted to do a show around single hot beers but
0: which was one of our poll options from the week before
1: but Mm. our listeners didn't want that they wanted to do something else so we're still refusing to talk about a single hot beers but we drank them instead but we drank them instead and and we spoke about the beers that were sent to us and we were very honest about those beers and we probably weren't the most complimentary that we've ever been about some of the beers that were featured on the show but as a result we actually got some some of the best feedback we've ever got from that brewery mm-hmm. who, who DM'd us over the weekend and said truly appreciate what you were saying about the beers they were experimental for us we tried a new yeast which obviously didn't work with the single hop variety and overshadowed the hops yeah. so it all became about the yeast and And then went on to say because we had some comments about the about brand yeah. as well and they then went on to say that we're working on our brand and we still, we, we still acknowledge yeah. that we're not there but Actually, we really appreciate you being really
0: honest about our beers. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I, when you sent me through the, the the DM, I was really quite chuffed that mm-hmm. our, what I thought was it was very I thought it was very honest feedback. Even though we'd been given the beers, um, had been received in the right right way.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I wasn't trying to be nasty about the beers. It was just like it could it have didn't gone, work it
3: could have gone way right yeah. if the person wasn't. You know, yeah. had a different temperament or but, personality. But also, I also but the think
1: can, that they'd actually listened to to what we yeah. said, rather than just I think taking on board what other people were saying about what we had said. Yeah. Well, for me, that's a brewery that will become a success in
3: terms, of, like any business, who engage with a customer yeah. base and listen and respond and change and evolve. I think honesty is a part of that, a key part of that. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, because you you actually wrote a disclosure blog, didn't you? Yeah. You wrote yeah. one of your very concise, to the point barely covers a page of a4 yeah yeah (laughs) post about so what was the essence of that what what drove that particular post for you
3: what was the tipping point i wrote a post about how to how to how to call out bad beer i think that's maybe what you're referring to or it could be um i've got a page on my on my blog um the about about peter um and it's just um i just outline um you know my situation i live in london i know some people that work for london breweries so there is a potential for my objectivity to be you know blurred or um uh well that's, know, after drink, that's, that's after
0: drinking all the formbridge bridge on saturday
3: that thing yeah <laughs> uh yeah of course but um so i, I just thought I, you know because i don't get emails from you know pr companies and stuff or breweries or You know, saying, "Would you like this, that, some? Would you like to try some of these?" I do decline more than I accept because the beers that people want to send me aren't beers that I would drink in, or the or from breweries that I would drink in my day to day. So I think, well, why would I then just take them because they're free? Okay. Um, But also, um, I don't know. It's a little bit. It might seem to some people like a little bit cake and eat it kind of thing where. I would never you know, go to anyone and say, can you, those beers sound great, can you send me some of that? I think that's abhorrent behavior, but if someone sends me beers and asks, you know, offers to send me beers, it's a kind of perk of beer blogging in your spare time, you know, it's like, okay, that's a beer that I would go for, a beer that I would pay for. If someone's wanting to send it to me, fair enough. And I, and I can't guarantee that I'm gonna write about it because, you know, I, I don't really do beer reviews anyway. So. I'm probably open to accusations of hypocrisy there, and I can I can see that. Um, but I don't know. I accept less and less of these offers just because. I mean, my my blog's not a peer review, so you know. Okay, the, the, uh, the, the can I leap in? Yeah,
1: yeah go on. Okay,
0: because I asked the question to to someone else who we know who's a blogger. My question was: Should me people in the media or who do podcasting, YouTube, blogging, should we just say no? freebie then
3: I so le- I knew that I knew I was coming on as a guest tonight and I've become increasingly like my, my opinion had been changing about you know whether I should just have a blanket no I'm not taking you know just to get rid of all this doubt and ambiguity um, then bulk and Bailey's um, email newsletter came out um, last weekend and um, that was I found that quite quite um, Kind of reinforced I, I found that you know they were essentially saying it's kind of okay to accept, yeah, you know, offers of beer, you know, it's it's it's, it's not you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's,
0: it was a very good, uh, it was, I mean, for us especially, it, it, <laughs> it was it was, it's it was uh, yeah. it was very good because we've been pla- this has been in the planning for a while, yeah, because mm, like I said, your post and your referral back to your disclosure statement, yeah, and you're about Pete has been there for a little while now, yeah, and you yeah. advertised it a while ago. So this post from Boken and only actually came up in the last week, didn't it?
3: Yeah, I was on the verge of basically saying, you know, changing that. I mean, only five people would have noticed or whatever, but I was on the verge of changing that and saying just like, no, um, I'm not, you know, just an absolute, you know, refusal to accept samples. Spoken Bailey, um, you know, reading that kind of brought, it, brought me back to, you know, I think I've been swayed by my own negative thoughts and stuff and, you know, a lot of the stuff that goes around in the beer world and, you know, there's a lot of hubris and whatnot. Um, That, to me, was a really positive reinforcement of what my initial thoughts about the whole thing were. I'm not going to go chasing beers off people, certainly not. Um, If someone wants to send me beers...
0: It could come across as a bit pretentious if you go, no, in my opinion. So you just said, right, here's my disclosure statement. I do not accept free beers I think they could come across as a bit pretentious see with the written word you can think about it mm-hmm. and you, yeah. can, you can adjust it but especially with what we do with the show we're drinking the beer as we record
1: and, and it's are trying, trying to media. talk about it yeah. yeah
0: and so effectively what you think will come out absolutely it's yeah. almost hard because you can't yeah. it's very hard to then stop yourself from saying it and thinking it so you can you can do it politely you can do it correctly you can still be nice about it But, as long as you're honest about it, and I think the Emmanuels thing Mm -hmm. from last week is a perfect example of that, it's immediate.
1: Yeah. Which is a perfect... No. (laughs) Which is a perfect segue into the next beer. Yeah, what have we got?
0: You've taken a picture
1: of what the name is because I can't say this. It's beer, beer with me, listeners. This is a... Keep bearing with me.
3: It's a... Vine Stefano... Half advisor. Half so again,
0: beer. another beer which you may not have expected Steve to pick.
1: D- this evening. Cheers. 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 Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. You know what? First thing I'm going to say is I absolutely love the nose on this beer. I don't. It's it's just. What don't you like about it? Um, it's, a, it's a little bit stale fruit,
3: so of. Easily, these this genre of beer. Um, at some point, um, we were talking earlier. I used to drink. Um, Herding and whatnot, um, quite happily but at some point there was a reaction on the stomach and we turned my stomach a little bit
1: um, I'm
0: not going to be sick but um, glad to hear it wash we'll it down with Jackhammer uh,
1: see I'm yeah, I'm really enjoying my, that's that that's my wife uh, I, I, I really like the initial hit that it gives you in the mouth it's just
0: there's a lot of fruity esters in there. You See, this is this is a hazy beer, but it's hazy because of the wheat, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it should be it's hazy. Not no, it's
1: not purposely. The, the, the It adds the haze, doesn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah. So that's the whole point of it. And I think you were saying earlier, Steve, that this is one of the yeah. uh, the wheat beers that people put a lot of store by. Mm. It's their marker. Are we getting close to this kind of stuff? It's it, it, it? possibly
1: yeah. the saison du Pont of. The, the wheat beer world
0: mm. um, I think you were saying earlier that the Erzinger was your one that's my definitely my brother's default beer for a lot of people I don't think they, they're big fans of Erzinger but it was probably area. my first yeah. encounter and I've had it since mm-hmm. and I would probably still drink it again if the opportunity arose when I'm in somewhere but what I do like about this is it's very soft mm-hmm. it's soft, it's smooth it's, it's an easy
1: finish the
0: flavours and the aromas it. are quite yeah. soft as well
1: Absolutely. I just struggle with it personally. I just struggle and, with it, and it's working perfectly. And say again, we're, we're still chasing
0: this with Jack Hammer. Yeah. yeah. Um, spoiler alert: Steve might struggle with the next one, though, Pete. Yeah.
1: So I think with the, um,
3: so it does happen that I might be I might get a beer or invited to an event or what have you. Um, I think the most important thing in those circumstances, if you do write about it or tweet about it or Instagram it or what have you, is to make it explicit and very clear. And I don't think everyone does that. Every beer blogger does that. For example, I've seen um, reviews of um, beers, of beer boxes, of events, and whatnot, where it's not been entirely clear that the person doing the review got a free, got it for free, whether it's the beers or the invite or what have you. um, And that's frankly not on. Um, It's not my job to police that. Um, I thought we would be at a stage now where you know people that are writing about beer and stuff would know that, would, would understand that that's not acceptable or what have you.
0: I just think, I, I do agree with you, I, th- I think there was a lot of fuss about this to start off with and we'll get to the, the <laughs> tweets from <laughs> the, the listeners um,
1: yeah. and there
0: are a lot of tweets. Um, for me, I don't, I, I'm quite happy for people to say it, I just don't, I don't need them to labour it. Mm-hmm yeah do you know what i mean yeah, yeah i don't need them to say forever disclaimers like it's some sort of legal document
1: right let's go on we'll, we'll get some of the let's tweets on. because there's lots of them this evening so okay here we go first up um hoppy hooper at hops and hoops um a couple of tweets uh no a negative review won't stop me buying a beer i'm keen to try i may buy a beer i've seen reviewed if the style and flavor profile are appealing but that's based on the facts and not anything to do with the reviewer's opinions. The review has acted as an advert. Now, that's an interesting one, so...
0: So he's able to separate facts from opinions?
1: He is, but do we feel as though... And I don't feel this way until the point where I've read that tweet out, that we, some, sometimes we're given beer, yeah. and we talk about that beer, and that's an advert. Isn't it for, essentially? For, yeah. for all and
0: Surely, any, anything you've been, regardless of what, anything what, you've been if given, it's good or, bad, or you've been paid to do. Yeah, you are whether you're a paid blogger, podcaster, anything media wise. Then you, it is an advert.
1: Yeah,
0: but at least you're telling people it's an advert, which is people can still make up their advert, mind. Yeah, and right as long so, as you right. still describe. So, Hoppy, you've been saying, yeah. okay, so your idea of a coffee beer means uh, generally is a thick, dark... Coffee. End of evening...
1: And beer. Beer. So... But yeah. you will flag that up. Yeah. Um, so, Capsule at Katrina's. I actually bought a bottle from a brewery I'd not heard of yesterday based on two untapped reviews. One of them being yours. One was someone with similar tastes who I liked. Yours said it was too <laughs> funky, so I knew I'd want it. I love
0: that one. So <laughs> basically... She looked at your review, you didn't like it, and she went, I
1: love like that. I love that, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all over that. So, um, Chris Elston at Elston's Beer Blog. regardless of what other people say, you have to be able to make your own mind up. Which, But no no, no one really, no one, you know, no opinion exists in a vacuum, does it, really? No one's impervious of our... Uh, We're all influenced by certain aspects, aren't we? Of course we are. In terms of everything in our lives. You you see something on the TV and you're like, oh, that influences my opinion on confirmation bias and or may not be.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Beer
1: is not in a vacuum. Opinions aren't in a vacuum either. So just digging again, the the Beer Cavalier at Known Nugget. Uh, I think the flavor of reviews comes from the dialogue it generates, which is. A great comment because a number of times I've maybe commented on a beer that has had a number of people then commenting on that yeah. comment, and it goes on and on and on and on through the evening. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um. So, so leading into that, we've got uh, Joe Hill at Multiplex ranked. What I drink is definitely influenced by reviews I see, especially on Facebook and Untapped. Make my own mind up after drinking of course. And even if if so I reckon people are more influenced by A than they realise and B than they admit. I love that. Space. Speaking as a marketing professional. Okay. I love that. Because I think that comes back to what you just said about being in a vacuum. Yeah.
0: We're all human. We yeah. are influenced. You know, whatever it might be, whatever you're watching, whatever you're listening to, whatever you read you can't then dismiss it you know like when they um, in a trial yeah. and they say dismiss that bit of evidence yeah, so legally it's dismissed but but the prosecutor or defendant has got it out there yeah, but they've already seen it yeah so you you've seen it you've you heard it, it can't for, uh, yeah. owns, you can't uh, do, you, yeah. you know we're not we're not like a Dumbledore who you can take it out with a wand or a sideband you can delete Yeah,
3: yeah. it
0: happens it's in your head yeah yeah it's, you yeah. can't put it away. Yeah. I think that, that was brilliant, that, yeah, comment.
1: that was a good comment. So let's just dig back in. Uh, the Our Lady at The Our Lady um, said, uh, two part tweet. This one, in part, but only amateur reviews. I don't trust anyone who is going to bang an opinion on a page just because they get paid or sponsored for that. Second part of that is, I'm predominantly influenced by bad views, not good ones. And if the review states the flavour profile I hate, I'll, I'll steer clear, hashtag sour.
0: So she, so she actually listens to what you write she, she actually or listens, listens to what you write or listens to what you say
1: she, she's influenced by things I say mostly it, it would appear
0: Back to all about um, Steve then Pete
1: all and, about Steve so um, Neil bon, Bontoft at Neil Bontoft sometimes but not always I went to a and this is a great one because it links into our our, our films stuff that we've been doing uh, I went to watch Transformers and got panned and that got panned but I loved it. Is that the same. latest
0: one? Then he's going to. I presume so.
1: Possibly the same can and does happen with beer. Yeah, it's true. So share subject. Sure. Everyone's got their own no. views yeah.
0: with everything, because, haven't they? Again, comes back to it. It's not. You're not in a vacuum. You yeah. can't just delete what you hear, see. Yeah, yeah.
1: it does influence sure. you. Yeah, or, yeah. It, it's infectious in some way. Okay, so the last few tweets that we've got here, and these are probably going to generate some discussion. So. Here we go. Uh, yeah, here we go. Guy Miller at BrewGuy underscore says, no, but as a business tool to a brewery, beer reviews re- reviewers are great, inexpensive way to push your beers so careful who you listen to. OK, cynical,
3: maybe, maybe, maybe not. I would say, how much stock do we really place in beer reviewers? I mean, me personally, not that much, but I would say there is something to be said about the relationship between people that write or you know, publish about beer, what have you, and breweries. I think there's
1: as murky as uh, a verbonne c- IPA like c- c- potentially. C- can I just jump in there and pause yeah. things in terms of, round the table, do any of us take any influence from other people's reviews of beers or do we just form our
0: own opinions of beers that we drink once i've had a beer obviously i'll form a form my own opinion but there are definitely beers especially in my early days when i was starting to listen to podcasts and read blogs where it may not have influenced me to buy the exact same beer Mm -hmm. but it may have pushed me towards a style on
3: a brewery maybe yeah yeah
0: um, but not without consciously thinking about it or you doing it
3: you'd still examine it yourself yeah. you'd still be quite analytical I mean the
0: Bourbonsey Beer Mile and the breweries along there the Colonel so the Colonel started what 2008 mm. if I say that my craft beer epiphany was dry poor in 2011 yeah. then I must have picked up something else before that to go back to Colonel St. Yeah. else triggered that bit I know I probably started looking for it I started reading stuff so I would say that I was definitely influenced in some way, but I just wouldn't be able to pinpoint it.
3: I think for me, it's more you get a heads up on a brewery, and I'm not talking about this like word, this hype thing you get on all the face, you know, these Facebook groups and stuff like that. But there's definitely a groundswell of opinion occurs within this so-called craft beer movement about certain breweries at any given time, which does pique my interest. And I think, okay, I better, you know, the most recent ones probably Girdan, um, Weirdon, whatever, and. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's okay we always yeah. say wrong as well
1: that, that, that's it's a tough one, one
3: but, it? yeah, but, yeah one but, of um, and, it,
0: and it's not the damn day lost and grounded yeah
3: and it's, but it's not it's not their fault it's that it's people right. are talking in fact that's exactly what you know from their perspective people should be talking about them you know but uh, I don't know um, in terms of actual reviews of individ, individual beers I like reading the beer nut um, the guy based in Dublin um, and Simon from the campaign for really good ale um, good beer um I just enjoy the way they talk about beer, or write about beer. So it's not
0: per se, it's their writing style as well?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't think, right, I need to get that beer, I just enjoy reading how they write about it. So, last few comments from Twitter. Uh, Paul at UNRCD says, Fairly new to non-macro beers, I put yes, with so much beer out there I am influenced by them. But after trying them, I don't always agree. Which is an interesting one. So there's a lot of people out there commenting on beers might go out and try that beer and then don't always agree with said person's yeah. comment. So, um, so, so subjective. Yeah. There's nothing it's wrong teased, with that. Nice. That's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. good man, yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, I don't know which one to go with last. Let's uh,
0: I think I'm pointing for the for the listeners.
1: For the listeners who like a <laughs> visual podcast.
0: I think that one.
1: Okay, so uh, Sophie Grunwell at Scofie G ninety disclosures full stop. How much or how little would you mention if you're close to someone working in the beer industry? Hashtag opinions.
0: See, so I think that's quite a good question. comment. That.
1: So I, I may just pull up my, um,
3: if you go going to uh, my vlog, I was on the boat page, um, and it's a bit
1: of a, I suppose it's a bit of a, Which we'll link through in tonight's show notes as well, so people don't need to, Struggle to find the blog for me, <laughs> You're, you're, you're trying to I, now, don't I don't mind it, but it'll be in the notes that people can click right through to. So it's like, it's, it's a bit earnest an and pole face, yeah. which I always worry about with my post, but um,
3: it says that, um, you know, London, London's hop scented beer bubble was a small place, and as a result, I've formed friendships with people who work in the industry in one form or, the, or another. So it's a constant battle to main, maintain objectivity. If and when I fall short on this, I feel expected to be called out for it, and I think that's you know, you know, I, I know people who work for London breweries, and I would call them friends, or people who work for publications or what have you, um, and I know that you know, it's a it's it's a very difficult um, line to tread because you know once friendship comes into it, um, it compromises objectivity. I would suggest. And, I, I, um,
0: I, I I don't think again as as human beings it'd be impossible for you not to. Yeah. We're very. Really, it's hard to be objective. Yeah, yeah. It's It's natural to be subjective.
3: Yeah.
0: As much as we like to think we are objective,
3: mm.
0: in our in, in, not just about beer, but in general. Yeah. I think just emotion, it gets attached to subjectivity. Turn it see how you can't be. But I, I go to breweries,
3: um, beer journalists, and um, pubs that I'm, I'm, I'm essentially batting for and I know that you know so I well, guess I Is, guess is, I there, anything, is there
0: anything wrong with that when I mean because obviously one of your faves is the Duke yeah love it. you love that pub
3: yeah
0: now almost based on what you talk I still haven't been up there mm-hmm. but fairly much almost based on what you say I will quite happily go up there yeah but what I always get from what you write or tweet is that you just had a good time
1: yeah
0: and it's been some good beers yeah and I'm thinking well that's a place I'd like to visit Mm-hmm because he's had a good time and he's got a good beer but it is subjective
3: it's very subjective yeah
0: because you've obviously got to know some people in there as well mm-hmm. you probably know the people who own it run it so i do understand it there is a a very gray area yeah
3: yeah I'm so on that, stage, i right? don't
0: think there's a, i don't think there's an easy answer to that question so i don't think we can i i bang on about the victorian culture stuff we both bang on about the Allen house in chelmsford because they hope partly because we, we love it got
1: nowhere local to bang on that well you've
0: got nowhere local that's because of where you live I think
3: the key, <laughs> the key must be though then the disclaimer yeah. as long as you make that public as long as you make that vested interest or that in, that interest public and visible then you've, you're kind of you're doing all you need to do really don't you because then it's up to people to make up their own minds if you're explicit about yeah. it then I'm
0: yeah. also quite happy if I'm being subjective but I'm confident about what I'm saying mhm so if I you've recommend, got got if I recommend the ale house yeah. in Chelmsford where we had the bottle mm. bol- share or the Victorian Colchester, which has been Colchester pub year, a number of years, I won't recommend it if I'm not confident. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And
0: so far, touch That's wood, yeah. I haven't had someone come back to me saying that was a shit's recommendation, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Oates. Why did you bother sending me there? So it's partly that as well. I think you've got to be confident in what you're saying. Yeah. So if That's you true. are going to be subjective, you need to be able to back be confident yeah. and back it up.
1: All the time. So that probably leads us into nicely. Thoughts on, final thoughts on the beer.
0: I'm not sure it's actually wheat beer enough.
3: Um, I mean, I've just, I've just, slimed.
0: I think it's throat. quite um, easy to drink, but I'm not sure it's wheaty enough. I mean, again, it's, it's a bit like the saison. It's. Yeah. I've enjoyed it, and I don't
1: need it any more wheaty than it is. Right. It's, but that's, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, to be honest. I've yeah. done another one I really wouldn't. so I've saved one tweet for the end. We like this of, one of this which is the one that yeah sorry disclosure I love this one I, I love it as well because even though it's probably trolling me it's, it's one of the best tweets I've seen so this is from at littlest homebrew yep yes um, <laughs> they basically tweeted.
0: They basically tweeted you untapped check-ins. Four
1: screenshots. <laughs> two, two of my untapped check-ins, which were on the lower end of the scale, and then them drinking the same beer, and having a very different opinion.
0: And what did they go? They went, no.
1: Essentially, no, yeah. So they weren't influenced by beer reviews at all, and that was their example of it. So Little Sun you, you have made me laugh. I've only just realized that was one that
0: was the beer I brought to Essex Share last time. It was. You bastard.
1: Which I hated almost <laughs> as much as I hated. My
0: canteon. Hate exactly
1: a can. Um, but yeah, I mean just that that just cracked me out. So, so funny, um, yeah. So it's, it's like obviously nobody gives a shit as to what we say. Oh, well at least on, we know on, on this thing. So um while we're finishing off the Wheat beer, thing. the wheat
0: beer, which we can't say the whole name of it.
1: So, let's get some uh, final thoughts on the whole disclosure and freebies issue. Pete, hey, you've got some as our guest, as our as guest, go for it, mate.
3: So, what I would say to end is um, you must um, disclose freebies and whatnot, otherwise, it's just
1: wholly um, inappropriate and duplicitous. Um, Sorry, what was that last word? Depositus. He does that, doesn't he? Quite possibly the best word we've ever had featured on this podcast. Yeah, probably not ever well, going to say it myself. I, I, I can't even begin <laughs> to try to pronounce that one. Well, is as, uh, as, as someone who gets sent
3: offers of you know beers or what have you, I know that there are beer bloggers out there who get, you know, I know that they've been up sent the same beers as me because it's quite obvious and they don't disclose it as a freebie, and that's just wrong as far as I'm concerned. Also, what I would say is um, it's not fun to write about stuff because you feel compelled to write about it or obliged to write about it. I was saying unsolicited um, some beers from Freedom Brewery. um, And because I was struggling for content at the time, I thought, okay, I can turn this into a blog post. So I wrote about it. And um, I like to think my own voice was on that blog post but it was a challenge to write because it was really uninspiring and it's quite when i read it back it's really quite boring and it's not that much fun to read and i contrast that with um the blog post i wrote about pressure drop breweries pale fire which is a beer that i absolutely um adore um and i have a lot
0: of love for pressure drop as well
3: i do yeah it's i mean it
0: comes across in the pale fire post
3: yeah i it's one of the first breweries along actually with um London Fields actually I um, Ooh. Oh, Ooh.
1: honestly
3: as yeah, a I, whole listen, show
1: hashtag sell out I drank
3: Hackney yeah. Hops will be like you know that, that beer was quite a big deal for me at the time but anyway getting back to pressure dog, um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that was a labour of love actually you know I contacted the brewery um, asked to meet up with them asked to do an interview asked to take photos blah 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 um, that was so much more enjoyable to write, and I think to read for people. I oh, so your,
0: your, your love and your passion for what I did came through.
3: Thanks, thanks. Um, and, that, and that is so the opposite from the you know the freedom. The freedom breweries beers were fine, but it was a, it was a laborious task. And you know they didn't ask me to write it. I was just struggling for content, and I wrote something, and it still. Um, does it niggle you? It does niggle me, yeah. So you've
0: got this, obviously, you know, as a fellow blogger, you have a... You can go back to your posts, can't you? They're listed. I hate They're it, there.
3: yeah. I hate it. I hate reading over, what even from a month ago, I hate it. It's like it's like when I listen to this and I hear my voice, and I'll be like, that's not me. When I read what I've written, I'm like, I didn't see Just to that.
0: be clear, it's definitely that. you, because neither of us sound like you. No. no. Okay. I, I,
1: I, I, but... In, in all seriousness, I think that's where we are, we, we come at it from a slightly different angle in terms of the, the beers that we feature on the show are beers that we want to feature on the show, so we get offered beers, Yeah. we don't always accept those beers because they don't always necessarily fit in with the content we want to produce. True. So, it's uh, the same we, with me to be honest, it's yeah, the same, yeah. you know, I
3: don't always, I, I refuse more than I accept because it's not relevant.
1: Yeah, and and I, I don't ever want people thinking that we're just producing content because it's essentially sponsored content. We're producing week after
0: week after week. No sponsored sponsored content for a podcast. We have no interest in anyway because we've spoken about it before. We've got zero zero interest in that. Yeah, but if someone sends us something which purports to be quite interesting,
2: yeah, will
0: you know, feature it. so out your menu was last week. Yeah, um, we did some siren a few weeks ago. But then every so often, we we'll just rock up in a place. So like here today, we're buying our own beers. Or when we turn up at my place in Colchester, and we just raid the fridge.
1: And but, the I, I think for me, in, in terms of that, the, the absolute revelation has been that right at the beginning of the season, we did some beers from St. Austell. Um, and one of those beers that we did was the Korav Lager which you're still buying and has become an absolute summer staple for me I cannot stop drinking Korav are they coming to Clayfest? Uh, no maybe
3: can I just say though also like you guys and me and like Mark Johnson and you know David from Yes Blog and loads of people you know who are doing this as a kind of sideline as a hobby or whatever it's quite difficult because we've all got day jobs yeah. And, yeah, and families and other stuff going on. Doesn't so... the
0: day job get in the way though? Mm, it gets in the way um, the beer. Fuck those
3: a day jobs. Bit, yeah, I mean, it, does, it does get in the way. But you know, um, I think I think sometimes I know I am. I'm quite hard on myself about it all. But that's a hobby,
1: you know. And it's uh, you know, yeah. let, let's just try and um, let's try and sum this up very quickly in terms of how we all feel about. Have you got a bleeper button? <laughs> <laughs> Now, you, you've no, you've already been told what words you we've can't s- say. We've said, or, or what word in particular can't I'm going to of.
0: go first. I agree, with Pete. You should disclose, but I don't think you need to make a meal of it.
3: Okay, Pete. Just approach this as you would life in general. Just
1: you know, just be a good person and just be honest and upfront, and you know, don't try and swindle people. From my point of view, it's in terms of we, we get free beers, but we, we're not going to. A free beer doesn't equal a good review. No, it we, we never will always should.
0: be honest yeah. in terms of what we're tasting. Yeah. So I, I, I think. I'm and on that. on that note, what have we got now, Steve? Because this was your third choice. <laughs> this this all, may be an even bigger surprise. Well,
1: all of these beers this evening have been my choices, yeah. which has been quite surprising. So See, we've had
0: a saison, the, uh, a Heffweiser. What have we got now, Steve? We've got um, uh, uh, a. <laughs> Steve can't quite get all these words out, so I shall do it for him. A New England IPA, so it's the BrewDog Cloudwater version two. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers.
3: It's just not my thing. I mean, I'm halfway through it,
1: but it's just not my thing. It's, it, it's not my thing either. It's just like, I mean, it's it starts drinking, it starts chicken fruit squash. It makes me feel. Did like you both old.
0: try? You both try version one. Yeah, I
1: don't.
0: I don't. Right, in your head, does this taste any different? No. In my head it doesn't taste any different either. This
1: I've, I've gotta say, and this is a lot of people might view this as being quite cynical. This is a marketing exercise. It's it's two of the biggest breweries in the UK right now have both put their names to a product.
3: People will to the Blue Dog shout about it a bit more than Code And that's probably a reflection of where they're both at in the moment.
0: Maybe about Cloud water produce more of this type of beer than Brudel True.
3: That's
1: yeah.
0: Point. Yeah. True. So, I think they're equally culpable. Yeah.
3: Good point. I don't hate uh, it.
0: It's just uh, I just don't need any more of these. I'd like to see, beside the jackhammer, I'd rather I'd, I'd, the jackhammer. I'd like
1: to see Brudel go back to jackhammer, and just produce that all the time, rather mm. this fruity shit.
0: Yeah. Not. Yeah. It's not unpleasant. It's just not doing much for me
3: i wouldn't drink loads of it. i couldn't drink lo- i mean i could because of my bodily alcoholic but um I, I wouldn't i wouldn't hands up <laughs> i wouldn't perfectly <laughs> just, at all.
0: just for the purpose of the podcast all three hands went up
3: <laughs> mine didn't
0: so i'm saying to, it for you
1: i meant to say professional drinker okay, sorry no. that's, uh, <laughs> that's okay so, so so we're enjoying this right now and while we're enjoying this we're going to move on to a little bit of this Let us know, write it down Let us know, write it down Let us know your thoughts and bittering lingerness Write it down A couple of comments this week in terms of previous shows from listeners
0: Yeah, so uh, we had a bit of feedback after the Spoons episode So has been new boy, Roland Glue came back to us about a question I mentioned about Turkish coffee So he said, uh, been delayed on podcast listening due to technical issues no idea what technical she's had. Why, why have you not caught up on our shows, Roland? Um, up to Spoons, which is about three or four episodes ago now, um, answer the Turkish coffee question. It's a very broad category defined by finely ground coffee in a pot with water and served unfiltered. So unfiltered is not just beer then. So yes, chewy, bitterness often caused by A, the coffee used, and B, boiling the pot sometimes several times
1: so that's interesting in terms of how you use coffee and beer yeah
0: so your favourite was the Turkish coffee the imperial stuff yeah yeah. from cyber wasn't it It,
1: in peace out with 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 coffee yeah the others I didn't quite get
0: yeah so the Turkish one with the beer obviously worked better for you than any of the others absolutely so yeah, thank you, Roland, for coming back to us at last.
1: In your own time, though. What else have you got, Steve? So it's great that we're getting people feeding back to the show. And um, here's something new for Opinions as well. Joining us um, by telephone from the north of England is a regular contributor and serial blogger, Mark Johnson. Mark, welcome to, to Opinions. Hello. How are you
2: doing? I'm uh, wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm sat here
1: with Sonoma Cat, So and 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 what are you drinking as well? Because you've got yourself a very special beer to uh, celebrate awesome. your, your your appearance on the show. Well, knowing that I'm coming
2: on the show, I thought I'd go for Martin's favourite. So I've gone for a, a
1: wonderful bottle of uh, Ghost Ship from Abnum. So, so, Mark, the, the reason why we've um, invited you on to, to, to this week's show is because we've been discussing the the, the topic of um, bloggers, podcasters, broadcasters, Be- to, media people, media, right? beery media people, um, fully disclosing when they get free beers. From, from whichever source those beers come from. And, and I know from having conversations with you in person in the past and also on, on particularly on social media in the past, you, you've got quite a, a strong view about this. So do you want to just um, share your views with us on it, mate? I can. Um, I, th- I think
2: the, 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 um, the starting point is to say that, um, I mean, the term blogger has a. a, a about it, so whether it's a um, lifestyle blogger, makeup blogger, uh, fashion blogger, that kind of thing, and then it works its way into their blogger, I always suggests that kind of, I suppose, YouTube kind of, you know, free stuff kind of person that they're always reviewing things. And not that I've needed to distance myself away from that, but I mean, I, I, I just. I just want to write about whatever comes into my head, whatever I feel passionate about at the time. And that's my... That, that, I mean, that's why I started writing. So I, I didn't... When I started writing about beer, it wasn't writing... I, considering myself a writer is um, almost ridiculous to me. Um, I, I just wanted to say what was on my mind, basically. And then you suddenly find yourself in this... Place where um, this blogger's kind of got this connotation of getting free stuff that you're gonna write about that free stuff that you're gonna um, give good reviews and stuff, and I, th- I think I think I hope that people that are reading my blog realize that I'm not that kind of person. But obviously, it does happen, as it does in all areas of blogging, and so it's it's how you go about um talking about the, the fact that you have received uh, free and i've been, i've been offered my my fair share of free things so how, how do you go about um talking about the fact that you have re- received free stuff like you like yourselves have
0: i mean for us we just flag it up at the start if i'm being honest i think when I first got, I mean, I've only been blogging for a couple of years and, you know, I've read yours for a number, uh, quite a while now. Mark. I mean, you're very much a, an opinion writer for me. Um, yeah. it's, it, it's about something that sparked you rather than just talking about one particular thing. Um, and I, I tend to do the same. I, my beer reviews have been fairly limited on my blog. I mean, more with the podcasting that I've been doing in the last year or so have I started to come across where we you know Steve especially as 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 controller picture picture I, I, you know, like picture to, someone with the white <laughs> pussycat stroking it in the corner with the uh,
1: I, I, like to, I like to see the face right of now. the podcast me right
2: now
0: <laughs> and um, I know that you know there are times when um you know Steve doesn't feel it's appropriate um but we decided as a two of us that we would just flag it up at the start um whether that's influenced me or not i i don't think i can ever say truly whether it influences me or not because i don't know whether i'm clever enough to be as objective as you need to be when you get saying for free um but i think flagging it up is a start i think,
1: actually mentioning that yep. the, the, the beers have been sent to us, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, but so when you when you so for you, Mark, when you do read, and I presume you do, when you do read other people's uh, you know opinions and thoughts and tasting notes about beer, and it's clear they've been sent them, what, what's your starting point on those? Well, I think. Um
2: When I, I know I've been either sent the same beers or I've been offered the same beers. So um, I know, for example, when when I'm reading a blog that, that's, um, that everybody's been sent the same, the same kind of free stuff. It's been offered around whether you choose to accept that or whether... Um, you, you turn it down is is up to you as a, p- a person and, and I, I don't have any problem with anybody accepting or anything as long as we're honest about it from the start um, it's when you're reading it and I've said this before us, us as bloggers when we've sent the same kind of thing and I've been sent things I've never written about anything that I've been sent for free which isn't an awful lot I wouldn't. I, I need to put that out there but I, I, you know, I, I'm not being flooded at a Gates with uh, things to review, but I've been sent things, and I know that they're absolute swill. Basically, I'm, I'm not just just poorly made beers. I mean, it, it, things that if they were on a supermarket shelf would be just the lowest of the low, and they could be like new brands and things. And then you see you see blogs that, in some ways, you have kind of respected before. Um, and personally reviewing it and it's not, they. you know, you you like to say, well, okay, they might have a different taste than me, but you know that it just, it was just not, it was rubbish. It was rubbish. And if they're saying that it's okay, then (laughs) you you lose a little bit of respect. So you, you lose a little bit of respect from... That point when, they, when, when they can say this beer was okay, they've got the
0: right idea. And you know, it was rubbish. You know, it was rubbish. So, so, else, uh, so again, you know, where, where do you go from there? Well, so do you, do you do so do you feel then that the reviews are more because people still those those people you've considered to do that are wanting to ensure that the freebies don't stop.
2: How I feel. So, so with you guys, for example, and with—I mean, when, uh, when I wrote about this, about it was about twelve months ago, actually. Um, based on, uh, I'm Rob from Hot Scene. who has a, a wonderful YouTube channel, and he said, you know, people will send me um, free stuff because I review their stuff for free. I get that, and the same with you guys. But I think the, the disclaimer is very—it's very much important, and it—it's it, not. Like the start of your show, for example, is just um, you know f- f- um, if it's St Austell. I remember that show that a few weeks ago. It we're drinking beer from St Austell that was sent to us by the guys from St Austell, and uh, thank you very much. And then the co- kind of honest reviews, for example, Proper Job, which is in my fridge this evening, based on your show. But I remember Steve specifically not being particularly enamoured by
0: no Steve I wasn't
1: just, I, I just find it so, as, as a beer incredibly sweet I don't, it, it's not my sort of beer so
2: but so, so um, Steve's not enamoured in, 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 our Pumperjot but you you've, you've made it clear from the outset that that's the basis of the show uh, it's um, you, 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 we, we all know we'll listen to your podcast that it's based on a, a few free samples but we all know that from the outset and it's it should be the same. Like Rob from Hotzean makes it clear from the outset that we, um, we're watching a, a YouTube video of um, what is a, a free sample or something. And if it's not a free sample, then he makes that clear as well. There's just ways of doing it so that we know. <laughs> and, and what Pete McCarry has, has said about her, her past, that the thing that me and him have got annoyed about is that we're watching from the outside, probably getting the same emails, possibly not, but either way, just going, Jesus Christ, and we, we turn that beer down, and here's such and such a body going, this is an absolutely fantastic bear, and do you know what, for all we know it's a fantastic bear, possibly knowing that it's probably not, but the the fact that there's no, there's, there's a lack of a lack of transparency about it is... I mean that's really poor form. We we should see that as poor form.
1: Is is that a key thing for for, for you then, Mark? Is 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 the transparency issue in, in terms of, you, you know, if and, and and this is very much what we've been talking about t- tonight with Pete as well. If if you've been sent beer for free, then you need to disclose that. You need to make it clear that the beers are free. And yes, there as a result there might be a slight influence on the way that you talk about them. But certainly, I I like to think from from doing the podcast for sort of five years now, I've I've always been very honest with my opinions in terms of if I, I, I'm not going to give free beer doesn't equal a good review. It's it's that the beer's the beer's free and that's great, but I'm going to make it clear that it's free, and what you're going to get is you're going to get an honest review about that beer. And so, well, can my... you
2: be? I mean, the fact mm-hmm. is, can you be so? If, if I was doing your job, uh, Stephen Martin, if I was doing your job, I think I would be a little bit more generous. And it was, it was quite telling in the, the last show with um, John West um, um, that when they were drinking the Shekinian ones, right, I, I, thought were, um, I, I thought the days of Toss, basically, <laughs> having, having had them before. Um, and when I listened to it, you two were a little bit more generous than he was being. I felt like he was being a bit more honest.
0: Well, right, he's I'm he's a he, he's a because he was born, born and bred, and brought up in Kent. I think he's automatically got the starting point of. For goodness sake, I have chefs all the time. <laughs> Why are you trying to give me this this stuff again? Um, well, but well, just well, for the record, well, the, the the retro IPA, I actually insisted that someone in Tesco go and restock the shelves a couple of years back, so that I could have it. I, I, I'm actually I'm, I'm actually quite a big fan of the retro IPA. But my point is, if I was in your job,
2: I, I would probably have been slightly more generous as well. Um, so it, it, it comes to how neutral how you can be. But, and, and, the, and the thing that everyone's got to be wary of, that even even then... Even then, I actually went to my local Tesco tonight, so, I mean, I bought a go ship and a proper job, which have been quite heavily influenced by you guys, and I actually went first looking for the Shepherd Neum days.
1: You and, we, and that, would have done well to have got them up there, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, well, well no, I've seen them in Tescos
2: around here, it just happened that the Tescos that I went in didn't have them, but they, I've seen the uh, IPA and the uh, Double Stout around Tescos in this area before. It just so happens I couldn't find them, so I went for something else. And doesn't that say a lot that you guys can influence me to the point of just going? You know what? Even though I don't know if those beers sounded good, but I'm going to go out and buy them. And there's 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 such an influence of um, from uh, bloggers, podcasters, YouTubers, whatever that. You, you, it's all got to be taken into consideration, that's why, at the same time, I can understand why, because I'm aware that when I've been given, I, I've been sent absolutely rubbish, rubbish beer, and I'm aware that I could literally just, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it sounds big-headed, but it's saying that if, if I said the beer was rubbish, that people wouldn't buy it, but there is that actual potential that if I wrote a blog post saying, I've been sent these beers and they were absolutely crap. That I could be ruining someone's business
0: before they've even had a chance to have a good go at it. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, I, I think I'll go back to one of your opening comments there, Mark, when you were talking about the um, likening it to the things like the, the, the makeup. And uh, while I don't watch it very often myself, I know that Michelle's two girls, especially the youngest, loves watching the YouTube channels of the makeup stuff. And I hadn't really likened it to that, but yeah, they're they're very much a showcase for, you know, the products that they're being sent to to sell, um, you know, and how they how they apply it. So I hadn't really I hadn't really thought of it in the same vein as other other commodities, so to speak. So I think that's a, work, a point well made. Is is there a way around it though? I mean, should we? You know, the the ultimate question that is, should everyone who's involved with reviewing Um, You know, we're talking specifically about beer here, so let's say bloggers and podcasters, because that's the community we're in, is the easiest way. Then, from your point of view, is that we all stop accepting freebies?
2: No, absolutely not. I I think it's it's very much the the um, um, just announcing it at the the beginning of everything. So, blogs are a bit more difficult because it usually comes at the end. but then I think there's ways around it. You know, I've read a post from uh, Matt Curtis, for example, um, who, to, to his credit, very rarely writes about um, things that he's been sent for free. But when he has been sent for them, he's just been like, uh, it, it, the, the, you know, the, the post seems to start with, I've been asked to review these things, so. And, I'm, you know, there's still the disc- disclaimer at the end. Um, podcasters, YouTubers, it's quite easy to say it at the very beginning. And I do think that they do. It's just that what me and other bloggers, aka Pete, have seen is, you know, real, like Instagram posts that are really just like, what's the best phrase to use on this show, I suppose, just blowing steam up the arse of just really average,
0: average. I thought you were going to say a lot worse than that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. I'm trying to keep it under control. But it's things that we, we, we know, we know rubbish and that's when it's difficult that you want you want to give everyone the chance to have their own um taste and sense and that's what beer is all about but th- there are certain times when you just you just know that th- that's not right we we've all been offered that i've ever been offered it i've been I've, I've been sent it um behind the scenes i sent this private email saying you know, your beer's no good, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't need to humiliate people in, 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 in front of, what, what I was going to say, in front of cameras, but I don't, I don't know, in front of whatever a blog is. Um, I,
1: just, I just, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Mark, I think that's probably a, a great point to finish there. Listen, we're, we're really appreciative for you coming on to tonight's show and sharing your views with us. Um, just give the folks uh, that don't already know, uh, give a shout out to where people can find you on, on Twitter and, and, and where's your blog at? Well, on
2: Twitter I'm uh, Mark Eng Johnson, uh, that's an app thing, Sonoma, get down.
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's uh,
2: bigcompagation.co.uk which is obviously the easiest to uh, spell out of uh, all of the blogs. Um, if, if you
1: need to ask just ask Martin he didn't like my, my latest vlog but... <laughs> well, well, all, all of that will be uh, linked through in tonight's show notes uh, once again Mark thanks for giving up your time R- really appreciate you sharing your thoughts no, with us cheers Mark cheers it's been a pleasure thank you guys so that was Mark Johnson talking about his views in terms of I suppose
0: freebies and I think you'll agree his views were fairly definite down the line he knew exactly what he was saying there
1: Absolutely. Yeah. although at least two of us around this table might disagree with his opinion on Ghost Ship.
0: Yes. Which is absolutely wrong. Yeah, Mark, you're wrong.
1: Yeah. We're probably jackhammered...
0: Before we talk a bit, bit about the next... So, so what do we think now we've drunk a little bit more about the New England IPA version 2?
1: Still not for me. It's
3: okay, but it's too... Um remember as a youngster it, drinking about a half a bottle of vodka with some fresh orange and it turned my stomach and this is the same thing. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's that mouthfeel, isn't it? It's that like yeah. blue it's, tea mouthfeel, isn't it? It's fruit juice. That's all it's it too is. Much. It's not I just don't me.
3: want the mouthfeel. Yeah,
1: I can't
3: have it.
0: So what's next? What's our next section, Steve? Come on. Oh,
1: well, it's, it's down to you,
0: mate. Oh yeah, um, prize is prize.
1: So, who has taken the big box of nothing this week? Who has created the most amazing picture well, that has there was, your eye. there was two. Run,
0: there was two runners and riders this week, Steve. Uh, one of them was from uh, Hoptimus. I think he's going by the uh, tagline of Hoptimus Wet Wipe at the moment. Is, it, is, it, is this Sparky right? <laughs> it's Sparky right. But I do love okay. his way. He changes his Twitter handle every so often. So he had a picture of a uh, Anko chocolate cheesecake, which I particularly love because the uh, the coloured label works really well. Yeah. Although my camera doesn't.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, your phone keeps moving. Yeah.
0: However, drum roll. You are the winner. B. Yes. Oh, yes. Your picture of the Adams game Come on! Kills, man! On the uh, coffee table on a particularly overcast summer's day mm. has won.
3: It's very artistic. It is it's very artistic. i can tell myself that's an incredible picture. It is
0: very artistic. All right stop 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 come on uh, uh, this is why i don't give the prize to him very often it just goes on and on
1: i won the prizes and it
0: hashtag was... all about steve is so appropriate oh, yes. right now yes, yes, so yes the winner of the big box or nothing is mr steve bentle yes of the beer a show oh. opinions
1: get in get in Absolutely. congratulations well done. and if um you want to have your go at a tournament competition <laughs> this week because it's one to shit here right now. <laughs> Put a picture on this, in the, the, <laughs> <laughs> Someone
0: Put oh. the picture on Instagram, hashtag cheers, guys, and I will spot it.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, where are we going next week?
0: Next week, we've got a studio show. Back at yours, I believe.
1: Is it? Is it mine? Yeah, we're back in uh, Mid-Essex. We are, and we are going to do... At the a place with no pubs. We're going to do the... Trilogy of beers from from <laughs> where? I, I don't know. From where? Weird Beard and is it Time and Tide? Oh, what they're collaborations. Yeah, yes. So there's a there's a white stout. There's a
0: there's two other beers. There's
1: stout and there's a, a black and tan, which which we're, which we're gonna do.
0: Steve will show pictures at some point, so you can join us if you need to.
1: Absolutely. And if you want to get involved in this week's show, uh, just use the hashtag opinions and might pick it up might not who knows um, still doing the survey thing it's in the, the host. survey thing it's in the show now. why am I
0: letting him carry uh, on all right, talking let's just finish
1: don't <laughs> let's just don't, don't hear the show no, yeah, this this fantastic. Fantastic. so so final thoughts on this cloudy shit well, do final thoughts right on
0: the cloudy shit I'm going to say uh, cheers to the 13th Doctor cheers cheers
1: cheers.
3: Spidey, cheers. that of